I think there's a lot of alternatives out there to look at to where you can make healthcare access affordable for your employees, starting with going through a broker. That's Shane Foss, founder and CEO of Hooray Health. Shane Foss has over 20 years of tenure as an executive in the medical industry. Shane earned an MBA from Rice University. He is a veteran of the United States Air Force where he completed a surgical technology certificate. In the private sector, Shane served as the chief commercial officer of ProNerve, the chief operating officer of Employer Direct Healthcare, and partner at Castle Development Group. At Hooray Health, where he is the CEO, Shane and his team focus on offering peace of mind to lower-income individuals and families who face medical challenges, while also providing business owners with an affordable way to reward and retain employees. You are listening to Dear Human Resources, and I'm your host, Marilyn Germain. In this episode, Shane is going to talk about how small businesses and nonprofit owners can afford to offer healthcare to their employees. Welcome, Shane. Great to be here. Thank you, Marilyn. So healthcare plans have become quite a desirable benefit for employees in the U.S. in recent years. Now, the answer to my first question might be obvious, but why do you think healthcare benefits have become so important? Well, it's a great question. They're important from a recruiting aspect because when you look at the most desirable benefits in an employer's package, healthcare is always at the top along with dental and vision, and of course, hopefully life insurance and 401k. But when you're recruiting, especially in today's competitive market, where there's more available jobs than there are available workers, the challenge is a company that you're up against that has better benefits is going to win, even if they're paying a little bit less, because people put a value on good healthcare benefits. And so as a small business, it's, you know, you're already at a disadvantage to a large corporation. So um, by providing attractive healthcare benefits, it's going to be really important. So let's talk about affordability. Small businesses and nonprofits have very little to no funds for employee healthcare plans. Can you give us an example of an affordable plan and what it covers? So for Hooray Health, you know, just speaking about what we offer, we can offer a minimum essential coverage plan, which is a ACA mandated, you know, 68 particular benefits that are all for preventive services, you know, uh, mammograms, pap smears, uh, annual kids preventive exams with vaccinations, uh, where there are no cost to the employee. And, you know, a plan like that as a standalone is going to probably cost $50 a month. Well, then when you offer Hooray Health benefits on top of that, which are fully insured, uh, you're going to get physician visits, you're going to get urgent care visits, lab and x-ray you can buy a little bit of hospitalization coverage, but it's not major medical. It's really designed to take care of your basic health needs. And so a lot of times we'll call that a basic or a minor healthcare uh, benefit offering. But when you're, you know, when you're under the age of 50, uh, the majority of what you really need is going to be, you know, that preventive and then also access to a, a doctor when you're sick or if you have an accident. So how do small businesses differ from nonprofit organizations when it comes to offering healthcare plans to their employees? Any differences? Really, no. I, I, 
you know, whether you're a nonprofit or just a, you know, a regular business, I think really the differentiators are going to be on your size and your scale. So when you look at a business that has 30 employees versus a business that has 500 employees, the ability to get your health plan underwritten um, at a reasonable rate is much more advantageous than if you're a 30 employees because the pool is going to be much smaller. And so, you know, they, they do have area ratings for small group business, but it's still not nearly as attractive as if you're, you know, 500 plus employer, uh, especially when you can start getting what you call self-funded, which means that, you know, you're paying for the medical costs yourself as an employer. You know, if you have a younger population, if you have um, a healthier population, you can absolutely benefit from the lower healthcare costs. But small businesses are absolutely at a disadvantage. And so what's happened with, you know, whether you call it ACA, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, they were trying to incentivize employers to, or really force employers to offer affordable healthcare benefits. But when affordable healthcare benefits aren't available, you know, what do you do? And that's that's really the predicament we're in today is healthcare has really, there's been this huge transfer of wealth, if you would, from the workforce to healthcare companies because costs have been driven up so much that somebody graduating college today is making as much as me coming out of college, you know, 25 years ago, which is, you know, really a sad state of affairs. So from a technical standpoint, how do you go about securing affordable healthcare plans like your company? You work through a broker and you request that they take a look at alternative options, which Hooray Health would be. And so when you look at when you look at our plans, our plans start at, you know, $50, $55 a month, you know, going all the way up to $200. But again, you have to accept the fact that, you know, they're not major medical and they're not going to cover everything, you know, that a major medical plan would. But I think, you know, the reality is with the exchange, there's enough subsidies out there that people that need to have major medical can feel free to go to the exchange and get a subsidy. Uh, as a small employer, whatever you offer is not going to limit their ability to go to the exchange and get a, um, a subsidized plan, which is great. But I think the other thing to look at too is besides Hooray, you know, you have medical cost share plans that are out there like a Sidera or a MediShare. But the challenge with those is that there's a religious component that as an employer, it's really hard, right? I mean, I think employers that are small and maybe they have a lot of people from that work with them from maybe their their church, their same religion as they're small, it would be easier to offer a, a health ministry health share plan, but um, it gets harder as you get bigger, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot of alternatives out there to look at to where you can make healthcare access affordable for your employees, starting with going through a broker. How can business owners or executive directors of nonprofits get started if they want to offer an affordable healthcare plan for their employees? So I think first and foremost is talk to other whether it's nonprofits or other small businesses. And, uh, you know, because there's a lot of associations, there's a lot of camaraderie in those organizations. So finding their HR leaders and talking to them to find out what brokers have worked well for them, get a reference. 
you know, there's thousands and thousands of different brokers out in the market, but somebody that has a good reputation in their area and that can help them. So I know this is not about healthcare, but it appears that small businesses and nonprofits cannot offer a 401k to their employees for about $50 a month through the website guideline.com. Do you know anything about that? Actually, that's who we use for our 401k. And so I can say that uh, so far, things have gone really well and our employees have been happy. So I think it's a good opportunity. And they're a very uh, technology-driven enrollment. So it's the education uh, everything happens online. And so, you know, as a small employer, it's a little bit easier to get uh, the information that you need. Well, these were fantastic insights, Shane. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, and uh, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much, Marie Lynn. It was uh, nice to meet you and good luck with your podcast. Support for this show comes from Western Carolina University, a campus of the University of North Carolina system, with the technical assistance of Kelly Minnis.